Former diplomat Jeffrey Bader worked on North Korea policy for the Obama administration from 2009 to 2011. Now he's a fellow at the Brookings Institution. I asked him if he thought a North Korean attack was imminent. If what we're talking about is the kind of massive attack, uh, frontal assault on the U.S. homeland or U.S. facilities overseas of the kind that Kim Jong-un has been talking about, no. The White House made clear the other day in a press statement there's been no particular changes in North Korean deployments indicating movement in that direction. On the other hand, an asymmetric provocation of the sort they have done in the past, such as when they shelled Yongpyong Island near the maritime demarcation line in 2010, or they sank the South Korean naval vessel, the Chonan, that same year. That kind of activity one cannot rule out. And yet we've seen this incredible level of rhetoric in in recent days and weeks. This is big stuff. The vocabulary and the rhetoric are at a new level of hysteria. Uh, The question is what we make of that. I don't think that it connotes intentions on their part to do something rash and self-destructive. I think it mostly means that Kim Jong-un is trying to establish his credibility with other leaders in North Korea, with the North Korean military, that they are trying to rally the population in a 1984-type fashion that they've done for years and now Mm -hmm. they're doing with a new leader. And it's a tried and true technique of the North Koreans to basically run an extortion racket internationally to try to threaten people and scare people into giving them goods, goodies and money. I think once the exercises, U.S. and South Korean exercises, are finished, we'll probably see the North Koreans lower the temperature a bit and maybe send out some signals that we should be talking again and South Korea, Japan, and the U.S. should provide them the benefits that they're seeking. So kind of this very sophisticated extortion racket. I mean, how much of it is for just North Korean domestic consumption? You know, lines like Seoul will be bathed in a sea of fire and the moment of explosion is fast approaching, that kind of stuff. Clearly, a lot of it is for domestic purposes. This is a new leader, 29 years old, in a uh, a leadership of lots of people who don't have much use for a 29-year-old leader, frankly. These people in their 60s think that they run Korea, and they have a lot of experience with the Kim Il-sung period and the Kim Jong-il period. And Kim Jong-un has to establish his credentials with this group. And also, it's clearly an effort to create kind of a martial spirit and hysteria among the population about the threats that they face so that the deprivations that North Koreans endure uh, will seem tolerable, not the work of the North Korean failed policies, but a conspiracy of outside powers to, uh, to oppress them. Jeffrey Bader, put us in the shoes of the North Koreans. Do they believe they're the victim here? And if so, the victim of whom? Their their 29-year-old leader or international external forces? If we're talking about the North Korean elite leadership, I mean, this is a group that basically doesn't care about their population, except insofar as their population at some point could pose a risk through instability. But short of that, uh, economic development has never been a serious priority of the North Korean leadership, they welcome these high states of agitation, these high states of tension. In their view, they serve to reinforce their domestic uh, position, and they also help their extortion racket internationally. So do they see themselves as the victim? Yeah, of course they do. Presumably, they have hypnotized themselves into believing that. And And North Korean citizens, what do they think? North Korean citizens, the propaganda mechanisms in North Korea are pretty strong. So I I would assume that that narrative is 
uh, widely believed but without enthusiasm. And I think it's probably pretty thin. I think if there were a different policy, look, North Korea could change its policy, uh, could turn on a dime and move towards a policy of reconciliation and they would not face resistance from the population, which would be delighted. Unfortunately, that's not likely to happen. Jeffrey Bader, fellow at the Brookings Institution. His most recent book is called Obama and China's Rise, an insider's account of America's Asia strategy. Jeffrey, thanks a lot. Thanks so much, Marco.